This is Ian Serrato, and you're listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Oh, sorry. We're going to have to do that, Gav. Visit us anytime at youtube.com forward slash yuck yucks to watch stand up comedy clips of some of your favorite comedians. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. What's going on, my little yuckamaniacs? Uh, welcome to the Yucky Yucks Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hirsch. Thank you for tuning in. What a fantastic show we've got for you today. I was uh, literally just wiping tears from my eyes because I literally, like, I just finished this interview right now. Uh, I just got off the phone with our guest, and uh, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard. Um, it was just such a funny conversation. And you'll you'll catch it here in a couple of minutes. I won't bend your ear for too long, but uh, just you know, a couple of a uh, couple of announcements, couple of uh, you know uh, notices. Um, trying to think here, what's going on? What's going on, folks? Um, well, wow, yeah, lots of lots of stuff going on. I I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess a little bit. Um, I, you know, obviously you guys know me. It, it's uh, I'm political, um, and. I haven't talked politics in a, probably in a few episodes. It's been come on, it's at least been a few episodes. I haven't I haven't uh, shot the shit uh, politics wise, but we're like in day four right now of uh, Trump's presidency, and um, yeah, he's in fine form. He's uh, he's looking good right now. He's <laughs> just I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for that country right now. I really am. That probably sounds traitorous. On my part, but it is just so insane. It's crazy. It's I, I don't even know how to explain it. And uh, there's a part of me that every day I wake up and I go on my social media or, or you know, um, it sometimes it just it uh, it defeats me as a human being <laughs> to read what some people write or what some people support, and then you know how people argue and how they fight and how they talk to each other. And man, it's just such a, God, it's becoming such an ugly world. Maybe it's been like this um, since the beginning. Maybe it's not an ugly world. Maybe we're just more in tune with it because like I was thinking about this the other day when I'm like scrolling through my Facebook and I see someone just say something really ignorant or stupid. Uh, and it, again, that's my opinion if it is uh, or not. I'm not saying that it is, but um, something I perceive to be ignorant or stupid. And, and I don't, I think the problem is that before we didn't really need to know everybody's opinion on everything. And I think now that like an event can't go by without someone stating their opinion on it, whether it be about environment or whether it be about, you know, politics or whether it be about, you know, rights or, or, you know, whatever it is. And I think it's, I think it's fantastic that we got that platform and we've got a following because um, that's – it's an interesting notion to think about is that you're building a following. You're building a – I mean what happens if you're not interested in what you see your friends say? What do you do? You want to follow them, right? I mean that should be the default on everybody. If I'm like – if you're smart, we would start off Facebook with zero interest in anything any of our friends do. And then you can just pick your friend and say, huh, I, you know what? I haven't talked to so-and-so. 
in a long time. We're friends, right? We're, we're friends. Uh, I, I just, I haven't really seen what she's been up to for six months. That's what makes me curious about what my friends have been up to. But I think it's having this daily update and getting their opinion on everything. And it's, we start to realize we don't like each other's opinions very much <laughs> unless, unless you're thinking a certain way. We don't really like it. And I'm just starting to think like, maybe I don't need to know everybody's opinion on everything. Maybe we should just use stuff like that for work. Maybe we should go back to the old days and just talk to each other. And, and if I was interested in having a political conversation with you, I would call you and be like, dude, or damn girl, did you see that speech today? Did you, you know, you know who your friends are because, uh, of common interests. And I think those are the people that you should be giving your opinions to. And I know this sounds like a huge rant. Really, it's not. It's just I'm starting to realize these life lessons as I'm watching Donald Trump on CNN. I'm starting to uh, to learn that because uh, I think the scary part about the whole thing is that I didn't realize how divisive that country was until this election. And to hear and to see what people are are doing and and uh, what what uh, what the president is doing right now and and it's just I don't know. There's got to be some levity to it. I got to laugh, otherwise I'm gonna go fucking nuts. But um, anyway, today's show I'm not gonna keep going. It's just I, you know what? Once in a while I got to throw in my my little two cents politically, and there you got it. This is my platform, and I'm building a following. I guess if you want to hear it, you can tune in. If you don't, I guess that's what happens. But. I'm not going to take that shine away from our guest today, Jared Campbell, comedian from Ontario. Funny dude. I was out in Toronto. I saw him at the festival showcase, and I thought he did fantastic. In fact, I went up to him personally afterwards, introduced myself, and said, hey, man, um, if you're out west, let me know. I'll try to get you some work. Um, unfortunately, schedules did not link up this time, I did not have anything when he was uh, when he was out here. Unfortunately, because um, uh, I really really wanted to work with him. I think he's a fantastic, funny guy, super talented. And as you can see in this interview or hear in this interview, I don't think I've laughed this hard in a very very long time. So thank you for brightening up my day, pal. Uh, here we are, Mr. Jarrett Campbell. We did it. This is going to be the biggest episode of Yux's fucking history. The Jared Campbell episode. This is this is it. This is the, by the grace of God. Is this all going in already? This is it. Yeah, yeah. We're in, man. Okay. We're down the rabbit hole. It took us three weeks. Three. <laughs> Has it been three weeks? I don't know. They're close to it. Jesus Two, Christ. Yeah, trying to wrangle you and Bueller is like, uh, like is, is that is that entire weekend just like a complete blur or what? Uh, we had a, yeah, I mean, we, I think we both, I saw Bueller last night and uh, here in Vancouver and he's convinced that he has gout and he hasn't recovered from our week. So. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad we finally connected, man. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think John's going to be doing the podcast <laughs> We ended up um, we ended up hitting it off pretty well. We had a fun time together. But when you said that you were getting John that one day on the podcast, I was like, oh, God bless you. <laughs> That's like our third attempt to make it happen. 
Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Maybe this is a maybe this is a sign. But for you, it was a different story, man. I was like, no, no. I saw this guy out in Toronto. Uh, I saw you during, I think it was a festival showcase out there. Yeah, you did see a showcase. Not a great showcase on my behalf. Dude, I thought it was hilarious, man. I well, thought, I uh, yeah, I definitely was voting uh, you for know your favor. Agreed with you. <laughs> Every festival in Canada. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they must not know nothing then about comedy. Those those Mm. those people. I haven't said it for years. I've been saying it for years. (laughs) So okay, so for people that don't know, because I met you in Toronto, and I was like, this dude is he's he's a he's a huge up and comer man. This guy is uh, he's he's definitely got something there. I like it. I thought you were the funniest guys I saw there uh, during the course of that week. Uh, where are you from? Well, like where, that. Hey, absolutely. Where are you from? Like, where's, where's home for you? Home for me is, um, I grew up, well, I was actually, I was born in Germany, believe it or not. Oh, no shit. Um, Military yeah. kid or what? Yeah. And so my father's Canadian. He was in the military over there getting ready to fight the Russians when they decided that they might take the world over. And right, that felt right. true. Uh, my mother's German. So, um, we moved over here when I was young, though, and I, I grew up outside of uh, Blue Mountain, Collingwood area in Ontario, which is like the, the ski. That's our version. It's the biggest ski resort in all of Ontario, and it's like what would be – it's like a bump in the road here in Vancouver. Really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's tiny. Once I come out here and, and see real mountains, I understand <laughs> that we were just kind of fucking around in a big backyard. <laughs> But but I mean clearly that must have been a very like touristy town though I mean people coming uh, from well, all around or what Blue Mountain is touristy but I grew up about twenty minutes outside of it Oh okay so so I spent a lot the... of time going in there to snowboard and everything growing up but nowhere I I, I didn't even grow up inside of a, a town I grew up outside of a town with a population of about two hundred people Holy um, shit I lived in a county Wow I lived in a Gray County and I, yeah I have Mennonites for neighbors and yeah damn a whole bit that is crazy i had no idea yeah. that you had this we, uh john denver type background man this is fascinating yeah, john denver i mean yeah we, I mean, we, we would drive busted cars in fields and light shit on fire is that what john denver was up to <laughs> fucking mushrooms and breaking things yeah. <laughs> so 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 uh so in other words you weren't one of the uh the rural kids with the uh jacked up pickup truck and the the shit kickers and the uh, no, I I had never had the jacked up truck, but I'd be lying if I told you I was above putting a spoiler on a fucking Honda Civic. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. We're in good yeah. good company, man. Okay, so so how how the hell did you get into comedy, man? Like, so what? Like, was it one of those towns where that when you graduated high school, you were like, I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah, it's one of those towns where basically local police told me I needed to get out of there. <laughs> and, <laughs> I knew it. Like I was on a path to become a, uh, I was going to become a plumber at one point. Right. And it, well, see, I always wanted to when I was younger. Like I, I guess I always enjoyed the idea of writing and stuff. But like where I came from, you didn't think about being on TV or anything like that. Like it just, it didn't seem to be in the cards for people I grew up with. Right. Right. So, but I always wanted to write. And then in high school, I knew that I wanted to to, to write comedy. Like, I always wanted to write comedy and work in television and work on, like, adult cartoons was kind of, like, the thing, the direction I really wanted to go. Sure. And then I ended up, um, I went to school, I went to college, so 
Yeah, you see what college gets you on a fucking couch in <laughs> Vancouver talking about my cock all weekend. <laughs> what college well, did did you end up I going went to? to? Mohawk College in Hamilton, Ontario. Mohawk College. Um, which is, uh, Hamilton is essentially like an old, have you been to Hamilton? Mm-mm. It's like a, Never it's been. Like an old, big city. Right. Like, but a half a million people or so, it's like an hour and a bit away from Toronto. It's an old town and it's got like a, uh, like a lower part of the mountain and a higher part. And right. that, you know, the higher part's like the safer part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the lower part, you're looking down on like Whoville, who's where all fucking maniacs and raincoats and fucking <laughs> masturbating in public streets and shit. <laughs> so I was up there and I did the television thing. And I, again, like I was writing and I really wanted to write. And then, uh, I came. I moved to Toronto, and I got into a relationship with somebody. And she was involved in TV and whatnot. Was it like well, a planned thing? Were you like, were you checking her out from? Like, did you? you were I don't like, know this what is, the might fuck be good... happened because we ended up hating each other for the entirety of our relationship. So I don't <laughs> really know what the fuck that little burp was. But somewhere in there, I got so miserable that I decided I was going to try stand up comedy. <laughs> And, uh, oh, I told you, everybody, I told everybody at the beginning, this is going to be the episode of the century, and, and this is <laughs> this is by far kicking off, man. This is was, dynamite. Uh, I love it. I can say it's the episode of the year. It's the first episode you're recording <laughs> this year. Uh, anyway, that's why, and I did that, it really became my thing, because I, I really didn't have a way to uh, to get away from, uh, like, like the person I was living with. <laughs> the misery. And, uh, so I started going out and doing stand-up, and it was weird. Like, I, I like I still had a fucking, like, swooped hair and shit. Like, I played in a band for when I was growing up. And everything. No way. So I thought, that's another thing. Like, I thought I was going to play music when I was younger. And then I, like, all through high school, I was playing music. And then it, it's around the time I started to enjoy writing and stuff. But, wait, wait, so wait, wait. I, hang I on a second. Wait, before we move on to that, wait, wait, uh, what kind of music? I played in like a screamo band. That was the time, right? This is like, we're talking 10 to 15 years ago now, right? So it was like poppy punk shit. Like oh, okay. Music that I don't actually respect because I love actual punk. Everything <laughs> growing up. I can appreciate like, that. My older brother played played in a punk band. Toured all across okay. Canada, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, oh, yeah, do I know the band? Uh, Chicks Dig It. Fuck off. Yeah. Your brothers and chicks dig it. Yeah, man, my brother's I a drummer. They were a West Coast band. I love chicks dig it, man. That's one of the bands I grew up listening to. No shit. There you go. I'm not fucking kidding you, man. That's a good Canadian punk band. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. If you go on uh, Wikipedia, there, chicks dig it. You'll see my brother Jason Hirsch. Yeah, right there. So I'm not gonna do that, but that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems that's like a really, lot of work. Actually, I truly, I truly did uh, <laughs> like that band. That's really cool. Um, yeah, so I, I played music, but. I wanted to do comedy. Like once music started to feel like less of a reality by like you know getting to the closer to the end of high school, everyone was once people believe it or not that I played music with for going off to university. So that was right. a little different. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so I, I kind of started going out and doing these fucking rooms alone. Like I didn't know anybody in comedy. Nobody knew who I was. I'm pretty sure everybody thought I was a fucking douchebag. So <laughs> I had, like, a flipped-up hat. I had this stupid hair. I had, like, a fucking leather coat on. I was drunk <laughs> as fuck all the time. I was really drunk at that time in my life. Oh, my and God. 
so I was running around doing these rooms alone, and I think I thought I was making some friends, but later on, my actual friends would go on to admit that they did not like me. <laughs> so I was a lot more alone than I actually thought I was when I started comedy. Oh, my God. But I uh, started doing this shit. I, I had this one room, Sirens, in, in Toronto, which is kind of like a Humber program room. Right. Where a lot of the kids that, went to, that were going to school for comedy were going in there. And I would, that was my night to kind of like get out of the house and be like, yeah, I don't want you to come because I'm just not comfortable with you seeing me on stage. And I would just go out and get pissed drunk and stay with my buddies till like four in the morning. <laughs> it's brilliant, Fall man. into bed. It went great. It didn't go great. It never went fucking great. Not in a long time. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and my God. It just, it just happened, man. It, it took over. I think it was pretty like, I said, I was drinking a lot. I was probably a little depressed at the time. Comedy just became the thing. Comedy always was the thing for me in terms of like, like I grew up Simpsons and all that, like hardcore. Like that's right. why I, I re- so comedy was always a big part of life for me. And as soon as I started stand up, it just took over, and nothing else has made sense to me since. That's fascinating, man. So, like, who was on the scene with you back then, as far as when you were starting out? I mean, were there people that kind of like Yuck Yucks guys? Uh, I started out in that room basically with Nigel Grinstead. Oh, okay. Time. I love Nigel, Nigel, man. one of the people that will tell you how much he hated me. (laughs) He didn't like you. (laughs) And we've gone on to be good friends. uh, I don't fucking know. Have we? He's going to be on the podcast like this. Douchebag Jared Campbell. I've hated him day one. (laughs) No, but yeah, so I started with him and Andrew Barr, basically, around that time. Nice. Um, I'm a couple years older than them. Like, they were in school for it. I'd already finished school for something else. Right. Um, yeah, and then the rest is history, man. I just started really hitting rooms, and then once I wasn't in a relationship anymore, I was out every single night, seven nights a week, trying to fucking get on every stage I could, and then, uh, here we are. That's fantastic, man. And so, like, have you been across Canada before, doing comedy, or was this, is this your first time? First time I've been, like, I've been flown somewhere on someone's dollar to do comedy. Right, right. And, um, I, I... This is my first time being out west ever in life. I've never been to Western Canada. I've been all over the states and Europe and everything. I've never been to Western Canada. So no shit. My first time out here. I think it's fucking beautiful. Uh, minus Abbotsford. We can talk about that if you want. After. <laughs> um, oh man, why does everybody have such a hard time in Abbotsford, man? I don't understand I this. I I, I I heard the club is great. I heard uh, sometimes the patrons that that patronize that place uh, are are difficult to handle. I saw a sweet young girl get hired on Thursday, work her shift on Friday, and then not come in for work on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man! I love that level of just not giving a fuck about anything. It's just well, I, I couldn't that- dream of that. I was terrified for I mean, I was, I didn't realize the level of criminals I'd been drinking with for a couple of hours until things went kind of weird. And, oh. uh, yeah, it's a, that's a hell of a town. You, I mean, you, very interesting. Oh my God. So, so this was be. a dollar be... tree and a dollarama. So. That's telling you where things are at. <laughs> yeah, I got I bought overpriced breakfast. Got duped into thinking there was a special. Huh? Oh, oh, this is golden. This is but golden. Otherwise, man. Uh, it's been great out here. It's been great. Oh man, what has been the crowd responses for you? Like, as as far as because uh, I mean, obviously each one poses. 
a different <laughs> market. I, I, like, I really had fun. So I first came into Edmonton. Right. And like, I didn't even have to check my gate number at the airport. I fucking saw the curved hats and the high shoulder tattoos. And I was like, this one's going to Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the most fascinating thing I saw in Edmonton. I saw a large white man in a fox racing coat. <laughs> Using chopsticks beautifully. <laughs> it blew my mind. Oh, my God. But this the is... casino was fun. The staff is great at the Yucks there. I had a lot of fun. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Ashley's dynamite over there. Yeah. What's that? Ashley. Yeah, she's dynamite over there at, oh, at Yucks. Oh, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. So, uh, all the staff was great. I kind of just stayed in the... Uh, in my hotel and kind of came down to the casino and went in mainly because people like Rob Pugh and Bevnik told me to stay in your hotel and don't go outside. <laughs> so I did, I did a lot of that, you know? Oh uh, man. But the shows were fun. I had a lot of fun at the shows and the crowds, like they were into it. Hey, we had, um, one or two light shows but they were still a blast. And the weekend was, cause Bueller is fucking hilarious. I'd never seen Bueller before. Oh, you never and, have. Uh, no, I'd never seen Bueller before. Yeah, he's and, fantastic. Uh, I watched him headline for two weeks straight. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back home and doing a bunch of his material before he gets to trial. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. To... <laughs> but, uh, oh my god, man! I could just, I could talk to you for fucking hours, buddy. This is you're hilarious, <laughs> man. Jesus so, Christ! Is, it was, it was real. It was a blast. And then I went from, from Edmonton. We, I went to Calgary from there. Right. So, How did you find the, the, the Calgary crowds? Calgary crowds were a lot of fun. That club is awesome. Yeah, it's a dynamite club. It's a fucking awesome club. And once again, like, I can't say enough about the staff. And like they let me stay at the condo longer and everything. They were, it was, they were just really, really good to me. I uh, completely fucking forgot to tip out the wait staff. So if anyone's listening to this, sorry. <laughs> um, I am aware that I did it. Uh, that. <laughs> that place was fucking fun. But, and then I flew into Abbotsford, and yeah, I was just a thing that happened to me. Wow! And, no, and but the club—I'll tell you this though—we had some a few really fun shows in Abbotsford. Right. We actually we uh, we had three great shows there actually. So that's awesome, man. And so in your time in Van, I mean, so when do you wrap up? Like, is this the is this oh, the final weekend? Or though, a guy proposed. To his fucking fiance at the Edmonton Yuck Yucks. Holy which shit! Was in a casino in Northern Edmonton. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, fucking mook. Try <laughs> telling that fucking story with a raised wine glass, right? <laughs> Better fucking have a brown bottle of beer and a tough duck coat on when you tell her that you drove to a fucking casino in Edmonton. You fuck. <laughs> Like a type of guy that's gonna keep his Christmas lights up all year round. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was just the thing I remembered happened. There. Oh <laughs> my god! <clears throat> oh man, I'm I'm crying right now. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy god, shit! Why didn't we do this sooner? God damn it! I wish we did too. It's been so lonely out here. It's nice to have someone to talk. To. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy, man. Me and Bueller spent a week and a half just masturbating in the room <laughs> the condo. We didn't even talk. <laughs> it's just one big monkey cage at the zoo. We just showed up to the club with fucking red faces every night. 
hordes of Japanese tourists taking pictures oh, of you. Oh, were you too. home all day? Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear you. Good. Biting my pillow. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are peas in a pod, man. <clears throat> I swear yeah, to God. Man, I could see that happening now. So, 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 what's the update now, man? What are the goals, and and uh, what do you want to do in 2017? Clearly, you're right across Canada. That must be a cool thing to do. What what happens when you get back home? What's the next? Uh, when I get back next home, goal? well, I I think I'm doing the East Coast in a month or two as well. Awesome. So that's gonna be cool. Going to like Halifax, St. John. Have you been out there before? I've been out east as a kid, but not for comedy. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I um. Yeah, I remember that we went to this fucking, like, resort. Not a resort. It was, like, four fucking cabins. And there was a pool in the middle when we were a kid. And all I wanted to do was swim in the fucking pool. But my dad would make me run into the Atlantic Ocean every day before the pool. And, like, I always like, say it out loud. It was abuse. But it was really it was nice to get to that pool. And I'm looking forward to getting back to Halifax and not having to do a polar bear dip before I can destroy myself. Dude, why did your old man make you do that? That's horrible. Well, military. Oh, unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. But, um, yeah, when I get back to Ontario, I don't know, man. I'm, first thing I'm going to do is the uh, same thing I was doing all the whole time in the in the condo with Bueller. I'm going to do it in my own bed. I'm going to do it in my own bed for once. I cleaned my room before I left so I could come back to a clean room. I think that's pretty cool. That's a good idea. That's always a good thing. Come back to some yeah. uh, clean and orderly in your life. Yeah, yeah. How? So, I- I'm <laughs> thinking I'll have a fresh start or something. <laughs> There's still red wine stains on my bedroom wall, but no, it'll be fine. Oh my god, man, you're killing me. So, so okay. So, what happens when you go back home, though, man? Like, do you got a job during the day? Are you working? Are you just are you doing comedy full time? Like, Rogers uh... no, took my job for me a long time ago. <laughs> that was it, huh? I was. Well, listen to this. I, I did get a job out of going to school for television broadcasting at Mohawk College. Oh, no shit. I started out when I, so when I first came to the city, when I was starting to date that girl, I was um, working in commercial productions for like city TV and Omni and shit. Right, and then, right. Uh, then I got so into stand-up during that time that when I got offered a full-time position with them in television still, but in a non-creative sector of television, right. I took it. So that I wouldn't have to use my brain all day at work and then all night stand up. Yeah, it's a lot of, you know what I mean? I really need to shut her down. I'll tell you how my day's going a minute now. But, Dude, so, oh my God. What the hell's to, happening I, I, here? I didn't, I didn't want to be there after, you know, I worked there for like six years. And, right. Um, it was a good job. I was I was working in, a, in an office and I was working with good people. It was it was as good as like it could be. I literally sat and like I watched all of the Sopranos during my, that fucking job. Like I thought <laughs> some every, good times happened through there. I, I was watching fucking every Adam Sandler movie I could get my hands. Like I watched <laughs> everything when I was at that fucking job. <laughs> Rob Schneider, that whole fucking farm of dip shit he's got over there. I probably saw all their shit while I was doing that job. <laughs> so, anyways, it was not it, it like it, it wasn't a secret around the office that uh, that job was not my passion at all, and that uh, everybody knew that what I was doing, I was doing stand up, and that I would eventually be wanting to leave that job. And then they had a big round of layoffs last year, and essentially they had to take somebody from my department, and it was like. 
It was me or people with families and careers. It was a really <laughs> fucking easy decision. So, your old sad sack will pick himself up, I'm sure. <laughs> you were the fucking sacrifice, so the sacrificial lamb. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because I, I had started saving money through their like retirement fund like a year before I got cancer. I had a nice little cushion when I left. Right. Then I got a severance package from them. And then uh, once the severance package wore out, I got EI. So I just been cruising for like a year now, which that's a brilliant plan it's so dangerous because i have lost my will to ever work again i see people i'll buy a coffee and i'll be like in my head i'm like oh fuck i'd hate to be doing that and then i'll see construction and sound like labor no thanks like i can't do anything anymore and i'm useless to everyone because all oh i've done God. is a specialized job in tv and and then and this stand-up shit. And before that, I was working in a goddamn ice cream factory in Gray County. You're like, I'm useless. I got nothing to offer anyone. Oh, um, man. Oh. So anyways, now I'll tell you about my day. So now I wake up. I tend to get sleepy pretty quick these days. So I get up. Around, <laughs> it's all the fucking the manual care, labor, right? man. It's all the manual labor during the day. I probably wear pants for 10% of this last year. I like that. I'm not even joking, like, only to go to shows. And, like, <laughs> even then, you know, if the room was dark enough, you wouldn't see that I was in track pants for a couple of those steps. <laughs> but I, 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 I get up around, fuck it, we'll just, be, we'll say, let's say 11 a.m. My roommate gets home for lunch around 11.30. That tends to wake me up. I don't care for that. So I wake up, and then I, uh, I'll do one thing, maybe two things. And one thing can be walking to the store to buy a piece of food I might cook later and then often throw out because that becomes a challenge in itself. Once I've gone to the store or filled out my EI report, I'll be like, well, you did something. Go ahead, watch a movie. You get one. You get to watch one movie. Now, one movie is always, Jake, it's always three. So I end up watching... Two movies, but I stack them properly, eh? Because I get gradually more tired because I'm also getting more high as I watch it. <laughs> so I'm on the couch. I, I put on a nice show like, when my roommate's home for lunch. He comes in. I'll be, I'll be in the corner reading a book. I'm not even kidding you because I would read in the morning. I was like, i got to try to get my brain to do something sometimes. But he'd come in. I'd be sitting there. I'd be reading a book. I'm like, oh, Matthew, like, welcome home. And I do all, you know, I'm doing something. And then I, you know, make some noise in the bathroom or something while he watches his shit. And as soon as he went back to work, fucking on the couch, smoke a bowl, start my movie. And then, so I, and I know to save the weakest movie for the last one, because movie number three, well, that's my nap movie. That's the one I like to, you know, volume comes down. I like to take an hour and a half or two hours to get myself back uh, off my feet again. <coughs> oh, my God. Oh. So, and I man, this is how sad this is, man. I've learned what movie to pick so that I'm like, okay, I'm not going to want this movie because that's an app movie and there's a gunfight 20 minutes later. Help my nap. So I look for dialogue, I mean, you know, analyze this, analyze that, those kind of movies. That goes on third. If all's well, I pass out once in a while. I, I slip up and I sleep right until my roommate gets home from work, and then the party hats off. He knows the show off. But I logged in a full day. And then I uh, I shower 
and then I start drinking. I find 750 milliliters of wine is a good amount to get me out the door these days. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I have my wine before I take my towel off when I get out of the shower. But then once the wine is done, then I turn off some music and I get fired up. I sit down, I try writing some jokes, and then I go out and I hit shows, and then I uh, – drink a little more and then text awful things to awful people sometimes and then <laughs> come back do it all over again <laughs> ladies and gentlemen jerry campbell <laughs> i've never been happier this is the best fucking episode i think i've done in a oh. very long time man oh uh, well, i'm glad we could finally talk i'm crying <laughs> I'm crying right now. Finally talk. Jesus Christ, you need to go on video. I'm crying right now. Jesus <laughs> criminy, man. Jarrett, where 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 can people find you? Where where can people can are you, you got me Twitter, under Facebook? Three ways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Circling the toilet train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, this weekend, uh, well, tomorrow I'm going out, I'm doing a I'm headlining a show in Whistler, which I'm really excited about. Jonathan so, Baum. Jonathan Baum's room. Right. I love yeah. Jonathan Baum, man. And I've heard good things about the room, and I'm going out there uh, with Kyle Jones, who I was in Abbotsford with, and I really like. Badass. So we're heading out there, and we're staying the night, Kyle and I. And then um, I'm coming back here, and I'm doing the Vancouver Yucks Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I fly back to Toronto on Sunday. Oh, that's perfect, man. You must. Uh, so you've been on the road for about a month and a half, or what? what no, no, about, it's a close about a month. It's been, it, just just over three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Okay. So, so it's, yeah, it's, you're ready to you're ready to go home. I am, but I mean, it's, I like that I'm finishing the tour in Vancouver, man. Because if it went from Vancouver to Abbotsford, I'd fucking. <laughs> <my head> <laughs> That was a that was a crescendo at the end of this fine podcast, man. Jared, thanks for coming on the show and and thanks for making some time for us, man. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna find the links to wherever the hell you're on social media, website, I don't know, whatever. We're gonna put the links up how to find Jared Campbell, man. And dude, that's amazing, man. What a what a fantastic podcast. I've never laughed that hard in such a long time. Well, Jake, thank you so much, man. Um, I, I appreciate you having me. I'm glad we could sync up. Um, if that's the hardest you've laughed in a long time, maybe you need to look at yourself as much as I'm looking at myself. Because, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but listen, that was a blast. Thanks for having me. The West Coast has been fucking great. Uh, I am looking forward to Ontario, but this has been a lot of fun, and I'd love to come back sometime. Awesome, man. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you again out here. And uh, by all means, keep in touch, man. Have a safe flight home, brother. Take care. Take care, buddy. You too. Bye-bye. All right, folks, and there you have it, the Jared Campbell episode, like I said, right? Funny, hilarious. That guy is nuts, man. I love it. One of the funniest human beings. I like when he schooled me there, too. I was like, yeah, man, you can Google it. He's like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious, man. Uh, check him out, folks. Jared Campbell, very funny, very talented, man. One of my uh, one of my new favorite comedians on the rise. Him and Nigel Grinstead, too. I love that guy. Um, hey, on behalf of myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, and the entire crew of Yuck Yucks, Mr. Mark Breslin, executive producer Kira Williams, our webmaster Camille Argue, of course, her husband and other half, Mr. Lane Argue. Both halves are lovely people. I love both of those people. All right. 
That's it, folks, for me. Stay tuned. we got lots of killer episodes coming up. See you next week.